0: Hey hey hey, what do you say? It's the Swipe It Show here on the Success Network and guess what? We're coming to you live today. Well, we're always live, right? Whether you're watching it or not watching it, you know, making you think it's live, it's not live, maybe it's recorded. I don't know. Is this recorded? Is it live or it's Memorex? Who's old enough to remember that commercial? But anyways, yes, I am Kevin. It's The Swipe It Show. Of course, we like you to like There's a little button there somewhere. You know, I don't know where you might have it on your thing there, but click that you like it. Maybe you want to share this. Maybe you want others to see what's going on. Who knows? I don't know who's listening. Pipe on in with a question. You know, maybe we can make sure that we see that. And of course, ask the question to a guest that we have today. I'm really excited about today because we've got a uh, guy that is part of the inner circle. And I mean, it doesn't get a better than this on the inner circle. Let me tell you, the inner circle is what people want to do when they start working with the Swipe It team, you know. They get access to people and things that they didn't even know existed, you know. And we've got the perfect guy for the inner circle. He, uh, obviously, is my agent, the books, the movies, the being seen on ABC, CBS, Fox, Bravo, you know, A&E. And then, of course, Emmys and Tellys and XPs and all that crazy stuff. Well, that's because of this one individual here in his team. I mean, he's got a team of unbelievable people. You know, he's got Angie and Lisa. And, you know, we in the past, there's been uh, Lindsay and we've had Greg. And then there's, of course, Rami and, and then there's Carlo. And we got all kinds of people. There's, there's, they're doing all kinds of stuff there. Right. And that's what a team is. They all get together, they're part of the inner circle. Right. You got to have that inner circle to make things work in the best way. And you know, what's really cool is this guy is a good friend of mine. I have known him since 2015. I got introduced to him from one of my other clients. I've been fairly successful in business. It gave me the opportunity to go to him and say, Hey, listen, you know, I saw you did this book. uh, You know, I want to do a book. And he said, call this guy. And then of course the rest is history. And of course now I'm a best-selling author and, doing all this crazy stuff and you know even got a an Emmy look at this you guys have maybe you never seen this what this this is a this is an Emmy that's what you get when you become an Emmy award winning person or Emmy award winning whatever right well Nick has got the big one you know it's got the little stand at the bottom but this is a real Emmy and uh, this guy here this is for freedom isn't free the folds of honor story you can always watch that on prime and along with everything else that uh somehow or another we're associated with maybe this thing will stay i don't know it might fall on us while we're talking but uh yeah a lot of fun there with emmys and tellies and uh all this crazy stuff look at this thing here we got uh here is here's what this is called a telly you get one of these when you're uh doing some crazy stuff on on uh the internet and tv and stuff this one's for the brian tracy story well how did i get in touch with being able to do stuff like this well that's from the fellow that i'm getting ready to introduce of course he's got over 20 coming up on 30 emmys himself he has a record of excellence with documentaries best-selling author himself i mean he's got uh, i'm just gonna read some of this stuff i got he, he can't keep this stuff uh in your brain all of it i'm sure he could rattle it right off but how about from the slums of port au prince haiti with special forces raiding a sex trafficking ring and freeing children to the and freeing children to the virgin galactic spaceport in Mojave with sir richard branson 22 time actually more than 22 22 23 24 25 how many is it nick we'll talk to you in a second about how many it is now award-winning director producer nick nanton has become known for telling stories Stories that connect. He focuses on the most fascinating subject in the world: people. That's what makes the world go around. Is people, right? As a storyteller and best-selling author, Nick has shared his message with millions of people through his documentaries, speeches, blogs, lectures, and best-selling books. And of course, uh, Wall Street Journal best-selling list is available on Audible, Auto books. Nick has uh, directed more than sixty documentaries and a sold-out Broadway show. And of course, his so all this stuff that he does, it's crazy, right? I mean, who has a list of all those stuff? You know, he's done and shared the stage with even uh, Larry King, Dick Vitale, Kenny Chesney, Charles Barkley, Jack Nicholas, Tony Robbins, Steve Forbes, Sir Richard Branson. I actually did a book with uh, Richard Branson, I think. I got it right here, right? Look at this. But this is a crazy thing, right? I got Nick right here. He's, he's, he's like over here somewhere. I think he's right next to Richard. Yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about the books and stuff. But, of course, uh, he's done stuff with Dean Kamen. You know who Dean Kamen? He's the guy that with the Segway. You know, they made the Segway. He's got this crazy house up in Dane, I think. And, you know, what's really cool is this guy gets to go and he does. I, I'm trying to be all these same places he was. But anyways, Nick Nanton, welcome to the show. This guy is a good friend. Bring him in, Ryan. There he is. Hey, Nick, what do you say today?
1: Hey, man, thanks for having me on, Kevin. Good to good to yeah. see you. Sorry, my voice is a bit rough, but we'll have fun anyway.
0: Oh, but listen, I'm so excited to have you on the show. We're going to be spending some time together next month. I'm super excited about that because you know what this guy's getting? This dude's getting a star on the Walk of Fame. Oh, yeah. Let's give a clap of hands for that. You know, I, I'll you. tell you, one of these days, I got to get that. I don't know. Maybe I got to have more things Maybe I got to hang out with Peter D- Diamantis and Richard Branson, Steve Forbes, Tony Robbins. Who knows? Right. I don't know. I mean, you you've you've got this all going here. Tell me something. You know how. What's your day typically look like? Think about all the stuff that I just said that this guy's doing. Right. What is your typical day look like, Nick?
1: Well, there's a couple things about that. There's days when I'm home, like now I'm in my studio uh, across the street from my house and there's days when I'm on the road. Days when I'm on the road are could be anything. I, I leave tomorrow to go shoot a, a stage show for a client of mine up in uh, the Boston area. So there's things like that. But I, I only travel, a couple things to know, I only travel seven nights a month. That's sort of the, the guardrails my family and I and my kids and my wife and I all agreed to uh, so that I'm home uh, more than I'm gone. Uh, if I'm gone for dinner, that's a half night. So that, that counts as well. Uh, so I essentially, am, I have one adventure a week for one or two nights typically. And somewhere on the road, it could be doing anything anywhere in the world. Uh, when I'm home, typical, you know, it's, it's not that exciting when I'm home. Uh, I'll usually get up and see my kids off to school. My oldest is driving now. So that makes life easy. We see him off. Usually we'll work out with my wife or, or run with a friend in the neighborhood. I take my first appointment at 1030. I always try to do a lunch with somebody, whether it's my business partner, Jack, or a friend, or someone who comes into town to have lunch with me. Uh, just enjoy some time for lunch. Uh, I do appointments in the afternoon, phone calls, and uh, I'm typically done by 5 o'clock, so I can be at my kids' games or help out practices or whatever. And uh, the kids are, you know, 17, 14, and 11, well, almost 11 in a couple weeks. Uh, and so they're doing a bunch of different things at the same time. So we're in that phase of family life where it's hard to get everyone around the same <laughs> dinner table a lot, but we work very hard at it. And, uh, you know, I just try to spend time with my family when uh, they're sleeping or doing other things. And I'm not working. I uh, like fishing uh, and hunting. That's that's me. And playing guitar and songwriting. And that's, that's my deal.
0: Uh, you know, that's a uh, amazing, you know, I agree with you hundred percent. I've done everything in my power to try and be home for dinner. I think being at the dinner table is super important. You know, it creates a, a dynamic that there's a structure, but as my kids got older, my daughter's obviously in college now. So it went from four to three people. So my, my, uh, cooking standards was different. You know, it's like, how do you buy for three people, not four? You know, that's, that's a little weird in itself. And then my yeah. son started his first job. So then all of a sudden we're down to two people eating. And so it's kind of weird, you know, I, I, guess, uh, doesn't your son occasionally, is he working nowadays or is he,
1: he's almost, well, he's, he's at practice. He plays three varsity sports. So oh, yeah,
0: yeah, he, yeah. You know,
1: he's always gone doing that. So yes.
0: <laughs> well, you know, you're, you're a busy man and with all the business and everything that you're doing. You know, I'm just honored to have an opportunity to be part of your little crew of people. You know, it's, there's there's no question that, you know, when we met back in 2015, I knew that there was a very unique situation of of the dynamic of what you do for being my agent and being and doing stuff for me. But, you know, if if I wanted to talk about three things here, let's 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 talk about this right here. Let's let's pull out. uh this one right here. So soul of success, right? So this is, you know, the one thing that people don't realize is Nick is literally everywhere in my office here every day. I mean, you've been here, you've seen my office and it's a homage to you. Look, I got my coffee mug here, right? I've got my little, uh, my little pin going here over here on this side. You know, have you seen this one around? I don't see too many people wearing this. Yeah, one. I don't right? see, no,
1: no. There's not many of those around, not,
0: not many of those around, but you know, if if somebody was really interested in trying to understand what you do for people, I, I want them to understand, like it, here there is in your section of this book that I'm also in as well with Jack Campfield of Chicken Soup for the Soul series, uh, you've got the keys to effective disruption, right? Tell us a little bit about what you feel those keys of disruption were when you were putting that in this book so that can, you know, help people understand the dynamics of what you do.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I, um, I don't remember exactly what I wrote in that book. It's been a while, but I'll talk about keys of disruption. disruption. Today. Yeah. Yeah. I'll talk about Look, I think, um, and disruption is interesting because it is, it can be a negative term. Um, let's talk about innovation. Uh, cause I think it's another way to talk about that. Look at, at any time in life. Look, we're going through this, right now today going through a weird time in the in the marketplace going a weird time sort of hopefully post covid coming out of it um you know with markets doing crazy things crypto currency that whole world is way down still lots of supply chain shortages uh workforce shortages it's it's a really unique time and so um what we have to do is we have to look at um, what is it going to take for us to be successful you know in changing conditions and conditions more or less always changing some are more some are more challenging changes than others right but all i would say is like i always just start with the first like the most basic thing is you know who needs help who can i serve like who who needs help at this time what do i have the solution to for somebody and i've always found that if i look at that first i'm not only can i be helpful in the marketplace and sometimes i do it just to be helpful uh after a natural disaster or if, if my reach can help a certain nonprofit or whatever else, like how can I serve? But I've always found also if you stay on that track and just continue to learn um, who needs help right now and how can I serve them best, what skill sets or resources do I have? There's often a business that can be had out of that as well, or you know, a product or service offering that, that uh, can exist within your existing business. And so that's typically where I start. What do people need right now? What do I have the skills or the resources or a unique way to tackle it? How can I make it so that it's valuable to them today and it can help them, you know, in whatever situation they're in?
0: Well, I know this organization that you, you know, obviously, uh, I already had a very successful company, and to me, everything that you were doing was like the icing on the cake, right? So it was giving me the ability to connect with people that I didn't have connections to, and like that's where, like, just in our our book that we did called Leverage. If anybody could see that. When we did the leverage book, it was about PR, the secret, you know, obviously it's a secret form of three things. There's media, marketing, and PR, which is stuff that you do. So if it was, you know, changing up my website, right? And doing things of that nature, what are the what are the things that you're doing now that if people were interested in wanting to, you know, jump into working somehow or another with the agency what would you be helping those people with these days?
1: Yeah, look, I mean, uh, so as you know, I mean, you've, you've been involved in a lot of film projects. I've really spent the last decade moving further and further and further into entertainment and film and music. Um, Mm -hmm. But I've got a great team running the agency. Um, Look, the agency is a media marketing and PR agency. We help people who, uh, who want to stand out in the marketplace, who have a story to tell. We help them share their stories so that they can be helpful to other people in the marketplace. It's, It's funny. A lot of people often say, Oh, I, I don't have a story. I don't need to tell my story. And, and, and that's fine. Or they're really reluctant. Like nobody wants to hear my story. Well, nobody does want to hear your story. If it's all about you, if your story is about how you can help other people and how you are a vessel to help people transform their lives, then they always want to hear about it. So it really is just the way you, you approach it. We help our share our clients, share their stories like yourself, Kevin, so that you can help even more people, our agency, we created it and we still operate with the same, you know, main uh, goal in mind is to help the most people help the most people. What does that mean to find the most people who are out there doing great things like you, Kevin, and help them to reach more people so they can help them. So in the end we can have a great impact because we have a lot of great entrepreneurs and professionals uh, who run great businesses, who serve their clients well, who solve their problems. And we just want to help them do more of that.
0: Exactly. And, you know, and that's, you know, A lot of people in a few minutes can realize how people can help them or not help them. And I remember just talking to you and Angie and Zach and Greg and Lindsay. I I knew right away that this organization was a group of people that, you know, while we all need to make a living, right, we want to surround ourselves with like-minded people. And I knew right away, I was like, oh, my God, how am I ever going to not get away from these people? Because they're doing things to help others. And I found, and I even did a video who is Kevin Hodis many years ago that was, you know, talking about in business, if you're not helping others in your community or helping others, you shouldn't even be in business because you're just a taker. And I, I don't like the word taker as much, but I will say that it could be really in, instrumental in understanding how business owners that just don't want to help others. And if they're just not helping others, they're they're just a taker. And your organization obviously has grown with more and more the connections, but you know, I'm curious to know, how did you get like Jack Campfield to agree to doing compilation of books with us? How did you, how did you manage that? I, I'm just using Jack as one example, but you obviously, we do this multiple times with other people, Brian Tracy yeah. and and Jay and whoever else, but how did you, How did you get the first, who was the first one and how did you make that happen?
1: Um, The first one was Brian Tracy actually. Uh, And look, I did the way I approach everything. I I tried to figure out how could I provide value in his life before I asked for anything. I did the same thing with Jack Canfield. Funny, actually with Jack Canfield, (laughs) I, I talked to him and he said, that sounds interesting. Send me some more information and, or email me, whatever it was. And so I kept trying to reach him. Finally, I, I would see him a couple times a year, but then once he left, I couldn't reach him. So I ended up sending a uh, recording a video, uh, like in my setup, in my studio at the time saying, Hey Jack, Nick Nanton here. I've been calling you. I've been emailing you. I've been sending carrier pigeons. I cannot reach you. All I'm trying to do is yeah. do what we talked about. And I FedExed him the iPad. And then I saw him a couple weeks later and he said, Nick, I got the iPad. That was really clever. Um, you know, the problem is I've been in the out of the country more times than I've been in the country. so I've been super busy. I felt really bad. I almost sent you back the iPad, but here's the thing my daughter really wanted an iPad. So I gave her the iPad. Call me next week, we'll do the deal. And that's why I ended up getting that deal done. But again, I just I stayed in front of him and made sure that he knew I was just trying to provide value um, for both of us. And ultimately it was just, you know, something as, as silly yet simple as sending an iPad. I mean, at the time it was probably a thousand dollars, but no one else was sending an iPad for thousand right. dollars. So, you know, and we've done millions of dollars in business together, but most people won't put their money where their mouth is and won't take the risk. I was willing as something as silly as an iPad to show, hey, I don't expect you to do something for nothing. Here's a thousand dollar iPad with a video message on it. Do with it what you will. Doesn't always work, but you know, oftentimes it does.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I love all that unique stuff because those are the kind of things that I do with my clients because you know even in the slimy world of credit card processing you got to stand out and luckily enough i've built a 100% referral based business with my clients selling us and you know taking care of people and and it all boils down to how your clients are being taken care of and what's involved with how that stuff works but you know i i think it's commendable when you're when you start one just like you did i mean you had to make connections to to do the Larry King stuff. We uh, you know obviously uh, there is some things coming out with Dick Dickie B. Uh, I'll, I'll let you mention that quickly, but I do want to show you, you know, this, if, if people haven't seen this, this was something I received. Um, where do you open it from? Hold on a second here. This is a, uh, I don't, I don't know if, if it still works. Yeah. Look at this. Look at this, huh? Look at this. Yeah, remember this, Nick, when you sent this out? Yeah, so dude. this is a really cool thing that uh, I received from Nick. And, of course, I show this to a whole bunch of people, right? So it's a really unique thing. It's got your your little video that you made, and it came in a really cool box. Now, of course, I've been a client of yours and your client of mine for many years, and we're, you still sent it. You didn't have to, but you did, right? Because you know what? It's just what we do, Right. And, and that's what really separates the unique relationships. And relationships is really the true key to business that people really do miss. And, you know, like just in, um, if we go to the old uh, Performance 360 book, right? So if we go back to Performance 360, and I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but I, I want to talk about this right here is what, what you guys have said is, is that people- the people that are the most successful experts are motivated to tell their story. And so what you've done is is you've created relationships based on storytelling, which relates back to music, which you're one of your first loves. And then, of course, with the relationships and the expertness, expertise in this, maybe I make them a, a word there. Maybe that's my own word now. Expertiseness. And of course, uh, You know, you're, you're doing these, these cool movies and stuff. I I mean, I'm in my office here. I got Brian Tracy. We've got Jay Abraham and, and now I'm working with Jay, Jay, you know, we've been trying to work together for five years now since we did the, the flick up here, but you know, uh, I get to do stuff with you. That really is so awesome. And I don't know, it's like a drug or something with you. I don't know. I'm like addicted to the Nick Nanton way of doing things. You know, and and I like it. You know, and I don't really feel like it's like hurting me or like somebody's taking advantage of me or anything. You know, I just I enjoy the friendship. I enjoy you know you get together with Carlo. Better yet, you were here in Frisco and we were doing my military appreciation night. And what did you help do with that for me? If you uh, yeah yeah we filmed that that half thing over here.
1: Yeah, we filmed that and it was it was incredible. We. uh, Actually, just entered that in the Emmys, um, made a a really cool, you know, just cover what you're doing for military appreciation, which I certainly, you know, am a big fan of. And I got to tell some good stories. Look, your story, no matter, again, if you're telling your story for your own benefit, don't bother telling your story to help others and to share with others and to help them avoid mistakes, to learn, um, to help them understand how you can help them, then do it. And when you do it that way, your story is the only thing in the world that no one else can copy. You're the you're the only one who's lived that exact story. And because most of us are not narcissistic egomaniacs, we don't think our story is a big deal because we lived it. You know, it's like uh, Shaquille O'Neal doesn't think dunking a basketball is a big deal. He was born that way. Uh, he just does it. And so most of us don't think our story is that big of a deal because we lived them. We It's just just the way we were raised, just what happened to us, just the way we were born. And so, but we got to stop doing that. And we have to actually honor acknowledge the things that are unique in our stories that can help other people. And when we yeah. start to share those things, it's, it's amazing how magnetic you become to others because they see something in you that will help them uh, live a better life, solve their problem, or, or ultimately it'll help yeah. them get to where they want to be.
0: And, you know, that brings me to my next question <laughs> is, is, you know, you came here to the United States from Barbados when you were one. And your dad opened up a store here in the Orlando, Florida area. I'm not sure exactly where, but it was a furniture store. But, you know, what what changed in your life from that? You know, what what was the real reason your dad and your family moved here from Barbados?
1: Yeah, they wanted more opportunity for me and my brother and a bunch of our cousins and uncles and aunts moved at the same time. My grandparents, both sets of grandparents, um, you know, they wanted more opportunity. I mean, Barbados is an amazing island. It's gorgeous. But at the end of the it, day, it's 166 square miles. And they just didn't see the types of opportunities that, uh, you know, that they could see in the U.S. for us. There's just more, you know, just a, a bigger, a bigger field to play in. And, and so that's why they came here. And, uh, you know, they've been, you know, we uh, growing up, I mean, my parents had some ups and downs struggles, sort of rebuilding life in a whole new country. Um, but we learned so much about life and how to serve from them. It was uh, it's been invaluable.
0: Yeah. So, well, that brings me to. Why do you do what you do? I love helping people, man. And I, you know, they say you,
1: they say authors write the book they needed to read. You know, it's it's the book they needed to read the most. I would also say that most entrepreneurs build the business they needed to hire the most. And so I do what I do because I always wanted to provide value to people. But in order to provide value to people at the highest levels, you have to be invited. You have to have a proverbial seat at the table. And if you don't have a seat at the table, they don't know you exist and you can't help anyone. And so I built a business to help me gain the credentials and the, you know, I had to be good at what I did. That's sort of a given with the clients were, you have to be good at what you do. Otherwise it's all just fluff, but if you're good at what you do and we can build your credibility and your credentials around you and share your story, then you do get invited to those tables. You do get invited uh, into, you know, life-changing conversations with people who are at the top of their game. And to me, that's really fun. And I love doing that. I've enjoyed it for myself and I love doing that for my clients.
0: Uh, that's good you know i i love the fact that i get the opportunity to be you know with rudy right next next month uh i'll be with rudy and we'll see if sir uh richard branson maybe is he is he invited is he coming i don't know richard probably not <laughs> well you know you're getting this star on the walk of fame you know and it's not because you're you know even stealing cheating people you're getting it because you're truly honored for the opportunity to receive that honor because you've earned it. you know you've done things for people you've helped them in ways that nobody else is doing you know you came here to the Dallas DFW area and you went met with Glenn Beck who uh, you know was helping Operation Underground Rail- Railroad with Tim Ballard and I mean how awesome is that that you get the opportunity while you're filming to go, out on this raid that you did. And I mean, if anybody ever watched that, they, or when they get to see it, right. Or like I've seen it. I mean, it's, it's crazy. I mean, tell me about that experience with operation underground railroad when you guys went in. Uh,
1: It's, you know, I never expected that in my life. We of course are not law enforcement or, or special forces or operators. So we just filmed it, but it, it was crazy. I mean, just seeing the way, um, how dedicated these people are who are searching the globe every day. I'm in the middle of a a big operation with them right now, filming a big project, you know, they're traversing the world, um, trying to rescue children, women and children who are being victimized as well as trying to, to get the perpetrators who are abusing women and children, either digitally or physically um, behind bars and they are relentless about it. So it's been mind blowing and a real blessing to, just, you know, be any part of that. Uh, because, you know, it's, it's just, you know, there's, there's very few people in the world who are are fighting evil on a daily basis that way, and, and they are. And so it's been an honor for me. And it's it's been crazy. I mean, just to see, I mean, I've been all around the world with them. I've been to Haiti, Colombia, Mexico, Iraq.
0: Um, it's, it's, it's been crazy to
1: see it all, but also a total blessing.
0: Well, you, you know, I'm really interested is, you know, I, I love that part. So When I tell people that we're a different type of credit card processing organization, they're like, oh, you guys are all the same. Well, I always say, listen, this is the difference is we're we're gonna provide a similar solution, but are you wanting to know that profits from my company, Swipe It, are going to help families of fallen soldiers that help give you the freedom to be here today? Or do you just wanna work with any Tom, Dick, or Harry that is just taking your money, making a commission? You know, and that's what I love about what you're doing is, is it's not just, you know, these are documentaries, right? And these documentaries, a lot of them that you're doing are all about, you know, one, you know, thing or, or another, right? Esperanza. Let's talk about, is that, that was back in 2010 or 12, I think. Yeah, I don't Tell remember about,
1: exactly, but it's been a while.
0: Yeah. Tell me a little bit about Esperanza mm-hmm. and what that, what that meant to you, because I think that was, was that one of your first ones that you went out of the country to do?
1: Um, I know I've done a few, a few before that, but, um, you know, that was just, that was actually a a follow-up to, um, I I had done a film with that same organization in the Dominican Republic before that as well, where, you know, they, they give microloans to women owned businesses. Um, they found most of all, uh, in that culture, uh, they give money to men. The men typically drink it away, gamble it away and run off, uh, women, because they're at the very least raising their children, stay put. And so they found that they could, they could really help a lot of women-owned businesses, um, you know, with that. And so, um, you know, they uh, it was founded by former pro baseball player Dave Volley, uh, played for the Seattle Mariners. And, uh, you know, they've now for more than 20 years been giving microloans to women-owned businesses and really helping change the way they operate, helping them actually start something for themselves so they can actually, you know, feed their family and prosper. One of the women we interviewed actually built – um, she lives in a very downtrodden area of Dominican Republic, and she built a concrete block home that comparatively looks like a castle. And people would ask me, why, why wouldn't you move out of this place? You have a successful business. Right? And she, she said, because I want to show other people what's possible. This is where I'm from. This is where I'm staying. But I want to show people that you can come from here and make something yourself. And so just amazing to see the stories of human resilience.
0: Yeah. See, this is what I love about working with you, right? How do we, How do I not want to continue... <laughs> work with you guys is this it's a it's a whole process you know it's like you know first and foremost you know I I was told about you guys and I had already felt very comfortable the situation and then I start doing a bunch of this research and I'm like who is Nick Nant what is this guy what is he doing you know granted this is in 2015 you'd been doing stuff for five or seven ten years or whatever it may have been at that point but like you know what I came across that uh it was the the one thing about the car salesman. And uh I don't even remember everything about it, but I was like the car salesman. Tell me yeah. about what the car salesman was.
1: Yeah, carmen. Uh, a friend of mine, Tracy Carman, Myers. Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, really good client. Just had a great story of uh you know, buying out his father's car dealership and like learning from his dad and sort of from the ground up. And he's built a really great, a really great business in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, a multi-generational family business. And uh, it's a great story of, of resilience and, and hope and, and, you know, risking it all. And, you know, so many of us have stories that we just, like I said, we just don't honor, like, it's not a big deal. Cause we did it. Um, and, but uh, Tracy, that was one of the first documentaries I ever made. Uh, he let me share a story and uh, it was, it was cool how, you know, most people wouldn't think a story about a car dealer would be very interesting, but you know, it, the elements in your story are typically not what are magnetic. It's, it's the human conditions that are in your story it doesn't matter if you sell cars or process credit cards or rescue people from human being trafficked by you know evil people i mean it's the human emotions that we all can feel together
0: yeah. that tie all these things together and make these stories worth hearing well you know there's a process of how to do that in a way that makes it so dynamic and that's what you do nick I mean, I obviously had my little mini movie made, and eventually we'll have my story out there because I think it's a little unique as well. But I, I mean, it's what you're doing, and how you're doing it that portrays the people in those documentaries. I mean, I have been in the room on many occasions for many different uh, screenings of uh, of a organ, you know, of a of a documentary. Like, for example. When when Jay was getting his done, when he was when he was getting his done, when when we actually premiered the Jay Abraham story, uh, getting everything you can out of all you've got. But when we were doing that, he still thought he was getting punked. He tell that story. I don't know if you remember it or not, but he thought that he 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 was just waiting for somebody to come out and say this is all a big joke, right? <laughs> Well, we
1: all feel that way, right? Because again, we've lived our lives and and Jay has done a great job at serving a lot of people. And, you know, it's a different, um, sort of a different idea when someone's going to actually make a a full featured documentary about you. So yeah, Jay was super gracious about it um, and and fun. And and I've learned so much from him. He's a a really good guy. Um, You know, and it's just all about, you know, finding for me, it's about finding stories that I think will help other people. Like when I... Was young, you know, I, I had heard uh, my my tennis coach uh, actually gave me a set of pirated Tony Robbins CDs, which I've apologized in person now, by the way, and Tony said, I get it, understood, but I couldn't afford that stuff, I couldn't afford to go to those events, I couldn't, and so my goal with these films is to make a body of work that will, you know, will educate the, the the kids or even the adults are, uh, who are the next generation of no matter their age of people who want to make a difference, who want to be great entrepreneurs, who want to give back, who want to serve. And so I try to do my I try to create inspirational content around a lot of these ideas, not just business, but around like you know, human trafficking and how one guy saw an opening and how he could help more people in the world and hopefully these films ultimately wound up inspiring other people to go, oh man, I can do something different. You know, same story with Rudy, with Dickie V. You know, we have done a bunch of these different and s- stories, and some of them are about business, some of them are about sports, but they're really none of them are really about sports or business. They're about people who uh, who showed up and took the opportunity they had, you got beat in the face a lot of times, took their lumps, you know, got tackled and you know, had a lot of setbacks, but you know, they they were willing to they're willing to show up the way that they were called to serve. And they ultimately have inspired millions of people around the world and and help people either make more money, start more nonprofits or achieve their dreams.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's really good. And, and, you know, it's, it's great to be around people like that. And, and I find that every time I'm around people like that, it makes me more humble and it makes me want to like help more, you know, uh, you know, we did the, the folds of honor movie and I was friends with, you know, uh, uh, excuse me. You know, we, we were up in Nashville and we were filming up there in John Rich's house. And, and I called you, I, I said, Hey, how would you like to have John Rich in the film? And he goes, man, you were like, yeah, that'd be great. We've been trying to get a hold of him, but you know, cause I was friends with John before. So it was perfect to be able to get him into the flick and show up. I was there for the filming of it It was awesome. So now I'm going to two folds of honor events. Now I'm I'm doing Folds of Honor event here. I'm doing my old, my own uh, military appreciation night benefiting Folds of Honor, and now I'm going up to Folds of Honor up in Nashville every year at John's house. But you know, it's it's uh, doing things that are helping others that I really love about what you folks are doing, and and I say it over and over, but people help people, and if you're around people like-minded like yourself that like to help others, you'll find that you just are become very successful. And then people see you in a different way because it's not just about making money. It's about helping others. And, you know, we can't help sometimes making money. It's just a byproduct of doing the right thing by others and working differently and being, you know, you have to have, you become an expert in your field, whatever that may be. And you just keep moving forward to do the right thing. But, you know, I was wondering, you know, what was one of those moments in your life that changed you forever?
1: Oh man, I've had so many. Um, I'd say certainly, uh, certainly look, uh, being with, you know, uh, with Operation Underground Railroad in Haiti, watching these children get rescued for the first time since they were, you know, sort of duped into uh, going with this woman who said she was going to take care of them when these children's parents died in the Haitian earthquake eight years later to see them being rescued. And honestly, they didn't even understand they were being rescued because they didn't know, they didn't know they were being held captive really. It's just a the way their life had always been. And just seeing things like that. I mean, I mean, getting able, getting to tell the stories of people like Rudy and Dickie V and sort of, you know, being able to tell Larry King's life story. I mean, just sitting down face to face with, with icons, people who are not famous for being famous they are famous because they're really, they've really done something extraordinary. They've really um, inspired a lot of people. Um, I've just had so many moments where I've been able to go, you know, to learn at the feet of just masters and that that's what I enjoy the most being able to, you know, to, to learn from people who've been there and done it and see, you know, how, what lessons might I be able to carry for not only my own life, but also in the lives of others who might be watching.
0: Yeah. Is there any challenges right now that you're, you know, most worried about facing anything of that uh, nature right now?
1: No, just my daughter getting older. That one scares me. But other than that,
0: I'm good. You, you, you're,
1: you're experiencing that, too. So
0: Oh, it's totally weird. You know, like uh, driving around. Uh, like, where are they? You know, yeah. how, how did that happen? Right. I remember them crawling on the floor. Now they're they're driving around going, Daddy, I'm going out to see friends. I'm like, it's 10 o'clock. You know, <laughs> where are you going at 10 o'clock at night? Well, that we're going out, you know, well, don't be doing anything bad, you know right be good actually you i think that you know we're we're groomed obviously as you know thank god the the time doesn't go by so fast it goes by fast but it goes by slow enough that we're gradually able to agree to our own psyche of realizing that our kids are growing up and you know moving on it's like your son right he's driving around and it's like where is he right now tell me where is he you know He's across the street, right? There. Oh, <laughs> he's not like hanging with friends, playing video games or. No, he's was, like. he
1: was volunteering at a Vacation Bible School this week, so he we just got back in. in there a you go. Days.
0: That's good. Maybe I should have sent my kids off to camp, right? Oh man, so uh, you know, obviously, being associated with you guys and what you're doing is, you know, you know, everything I have is completely surrounded about, you know, what you folks are doing. Like my in, my whole business structure changed. Based upon the stuff that you're helping with me. And I, I don't think people grasp what they really need to do in business to really succeed. And they have to understand that there's a group of people that have to be part of the process. You can't do everything yourself. And I've even learned that from you. You know, I, I've, we've been in discussions where, you know, how do I do this? And then, you know, I'm like, I hey, maybe I'll put this in action over here. This might work. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're trying to help other people, and that's what I love about what you do. I'm totally honored to, to be associated with the organization. I don't know how I'm ever going to stop working with you in some shape, form, or another. How do I stop? I'm, the umbilical cord has got to be cut. I, no, I don't, I don't know. But So uh, I, I've got some 10 quick questions for you. Well, I say 10, whatever I wrote down here, all right? Because I know there's a couple of things here. You ready? This is just really quick ones, uh, 10, you know, a few questions, right? So what's your favorite car? Favorite car? Yeah, do you have a favorite car? Yeah, uh, car or not?
1: classic Land Rover, like vintage Land Rover, vintage Bronco.
0: Whoa, see, I didn't know that. That's interesting. That's interesting. Okay, favorite color? Black. Black, baby. Uh, favorite food?
1: Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I, I would go between Italian and sushi every meal.
0: <laughs> I know, we've had some good sushi in Nashville. Yeah. Uh, what, just out of curiosity, what did for breakfast today? I don't eat breakfast. What? You don't eat breakfast? That's the most important meal of the day. I think that's garbage. <laughs> All right. What's the uh, favorite thing to do with your family? Uh, I know fishing's up there.
1: Yeah, I mean, my whole family doesn't love fishing, so I, I can't say that fairly. Um, man, uh, we we hang out in our backyard a lot. We watch movies together. We go, my kids are like, again, they're 10, 14 and 17. So they're all at different ages, but they all, they all love Dave and Buster's right now. They, they can always find something fun to do there. Uh, so making pizzas together is fun too. We, stuff like that. Oh On the beach. yeah. Cool. Yeah. I love it. We got some cows and a donkey at our little ranch place. We enjoy going over
0: there too, <laughs> riding four wheelers and stuff. I love it. I love it. So what was your last movie you saw in the theater? Oh, gosh. Uh, oh, I think
1: the new Spider-Man one, my family dragged me to see that one.
0: I was wondering if you're like me. I don't really go to see a lot of movies because I, I actually have a better home theater at home than yeah. the movie sound at home. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, at the movie theater. So it's I sleep sleeping
1: movie theaters. It's like just too It's too easy. Like someone's <laughs> going to leave me alone for two hours. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I prefer to watch my home. I do want to see Maverick. Of course, I hear it's
0: great. Oh, yeah, I, it is good. I,
1: I'm probably going to go see that next week on vacation with the family.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it's really good I, I, you, you, there's certain movies you just got to see on the big screen, right yep. that's That's definitely one of them. I can't wait to hear it at home just to compare what I think I heard and whatever, but it's definitely uh pretty good out there. Um, all right, so my last little quick question is, do you sing in the shower? <laughs> no, I don't actually yeah but I think do you think of songs while you're in the shower?
1: Uh, of course I think I mean I write a lot of songs so I'm always thinking of what the
0: next songs yeah, be. yeah, yeah so I mean at least you know right now we're we're doing something next month uh, or in July. Tell me a brief little bit something that we could talk about because I think there's a there's a guy that's singing a song in there. I think there's yeah. some, some things. just give a little little bit of what we're able to say.
1: Yeah, so uh, well, you of course helped me with uh, the Dickie V documentary, executive producer on that. We we told legendary the story of the legendary you know basketball announcer Dick Vitale, um, commentator, and uh, we're finishing the documentary right now. Um, it is sold to a major network, which we will it will be coming out. The announced for the next couple of weeks, and will be coming to that network in July. Uh, so really excited about that. Uh, and we did uh, I along with uh, a couple of my buddies. One has a Grammy nomination. The other one has, you know, the other one wrote three number one songs that have been on the radio in the last 12 months, uh, three number ones in one year. Uh, and we wrote a song uh, for that documentary that Darius Rucker performed for us for the documentary. So uh, super excited. Lots of cool
0: stuff to come. So uh, yeah. it's going to be good. I mean, just it, I don't know how it's like everything. It's like we could keep topping everything. You know, it's like bringing it to a new level. It's still on the same field of helping people and bringing things out there you know to tell people stories but it's like it just keeps getting better and better and better and and I just love that that's so awesome you know i well, i have trying been... not to get
1: worse so i'm glad it's working
0: <laughs> well you know you're you're a dynamic guy i mean you you really are you you say what you mean you mean what you say you do what you do and you say you you're going to do what you do whatever it is right you know i've never felt like i was in a position of being taken advantage of in any scenario. And I, I think of a conversation we once had many years ago about there's other companies that try to do similar things like this. And like, they're, they're just saying bad things about, you know, your organization. It was years ago. I don't remember even know who or what it was. I don't remember, but I remember that. And I go, they just don't know you. They just don't know what you're doing and they don't get it. And people are always jealous of others' success. Even I've had that even here in my office with people that were here, and I had to kick them out, you know? And, and sometimes you just got to make changes that you have to remove the negativity. And uh, there's there's a big part of my life that was changed because of people like Jack and Brian that have, you know, they teach people. You have to remove the negativity out of your your life so that you could really move on because it's just a beat down so i've i've done a lot of that over the past five years and i quite honestly have to thank you and your organization for doing that i'm i'm just so honored to be a part of your organization whether it's a movie it's a book or doing the crazy stuff that we do wherever we're going i just i'm i'm honored you know i think between you know my, my uh, website, the photos, the, you know, cause I even had a professional photographer coming here to help stuff for my website. And we had the, we got the movies, we got the books, we got Emmys, tellies, XP's being seen on ABC, NBC, NBC, CBS, Fox, Bravo, and A&E, A&E. you know um, I know, you know what we're doing. It, it, it helps people, but you know, it really makes me feel good knowing that I'm helping somebody in some shape form or another. And, and that's important to me in life, you know, just doing. There's that old saying: "Do unto others as you want done to yourself," and or you know, what comes around goes around, right? So if you if you're taking care of people, it always winds up, you know, coming into your favor in some shape, form, or another. Not, it could be in just the form of a friendship. And I've made some incredible, you know, friendships like Coach Pete. You know, uh, there's, there's just there's just people that I've met through this seven, eight year relationship with you folks that I would never have had ever. And it, it's just a, a I'm, I'm honored and appreciative of all that you do and all the things that you do. And obviously both of our families sacrifice a little bit of us being together in the same space sometimes, but they know what we're doing and they trust us. They love us and they're going to let us do those things to benefit mankind. Is that how, that's how I look at it. And no, man, you-
1: it's been, it's been an honor working with you and
0: uh, I look forward to what's next. Yeah. Well, of course, if, uh, people want to learn a little bit more about you, I know that they can go to nicknanton.com. Is there any other places that you'd like people to go or know about you?
1: No, that's one of the best ones. I mean, you know, if, if I can be found on pretty much all socials, just at the tag, the handle Nick Nanton and, and, uh, no, man, thanks for having
0: me on and for, uh, doing all you do to help out. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, with that said, let's get Nick back to his crazy schedule of working on books and movies and all that stuff. And, Of course, you're listening and watching to the Swipe It Show on the Success Network. And if you like and or trust and or think it's good, go ahead and share it. And by the way, Nick did create the Success Network where we've got Brian Tracy and Jack Campfield and Jay Abraham on it. You can always go there and check that out. But don't forget, we'll see you next time on the Swipe It Show. And don't forget, uh, remember to do what you want when you want. Take us out, Ryan.